Hi there, just a quick update. Sorry about the delay. This was quite a long delay. I did not plan for this. Oh boy, dogs are barking. Uh, that might actually be Sherman himself. Uh, I'm just going to do this real quickly. Um, sorry about the delays. Uh, I started a new job not too long ago, so that's been taking most of my time now. So I don't really have time to edit these things, but just so you know, we're still planning to do this uh, every other week sort of recording. It might be every other two weeks now because we're actually adding a third edition to the to the uh, slots. I don't know what to say because I, I'm thinking fast and talking faster. So uh, sorry about the delay and uh, that's your little update. Okay, bye. Shambles and Rambles is a series where randomly selected topics are chosen per episode. It is also a series of random tangents and random discussions alongside those topics. If you are looking for a consistent narrative or continuous series, this is not for you. But with those that are willing to listen, please enjoy. Is it nap time? And then the sun goes down and says, it's nap time. I'm like, yay, nap time. Well, for me, it's just like, <laughs> it's nap time. And then the sun goes down and it's just like, it's bedtime. No, it's not. What if you, uh, what if you start? It's two time. Yeah. Until five in the morning. What if you started a show like, uh, like on like Nick Jr., right? Where it's like Blue's Clues, it kind of starts out with you being like, hey, welcome to my show. Hey, guess what? It's nap time. Let's do nap time, kids. And then it actually just shows you sleeping. I like sleeping. watching you sleep. Yeah. No, it just shows you sleeping on the screen for like 30 minutes and then the credits start rolling. And then all the kids around the world are like, what was that? Nap time. What was that? Yeah, you, you pray that they sleep. <laughs> the parents put it on. Yeah. It's nap time, kids. <laughs> or maybe it could be like that, and then it turns into a, uh, if you ever heard of the 1999 creepypasta story, where a guy rem- reminisces about a channel for, like, kid shows, where the kid shows are off-putting, like, one's just sock puppets, and then the one guy grabs a knife and starts stabbing the other sock puppet, and all this weird stuff happens, and... That sounds weird. Yeah, no. Like a creepypasta. I'd love to see a sock puppet stab a sock puppet. Me too. I want to know how that works. It seems hard to do. Yeah. I wonder if there would be actual blood involved. Mm-hmm. There was in the story, and the sock puppet hand was a child's hand, which makes you go, huh. Yeah. That's off-putting, I think. Maybe. Like, maybe. Maybe the kid didn't realize that there was an actual hand. Uh, I need to listen to that story again. Uh, You think Jeff's going to do them this year? No. I know he said he would, but I don't think so. He says he will every year, though. I know. And then when it gets very, like, uh, watch, in September, he's going to be like, sorry, guys, I didn't make these in time. I'm not going to do it this year. (laughs) 
Because that's what happened the last couple of years. You mean November? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to them eventually. We'll Hall- next year. Halloween's over, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I should just start doing them. You post them on Jeff's YouTube. You should. I think that would actually scare him. Uh, Especially when he comes over and he's like, someone's putting videos on here. Is it you got one? No. What I wonder how long about? it would take before he realizes that it's me. Because we know yeah. he's not going to listen to this. See, what you do is you look up stories online and you put the video together, right? But then you hire someone that you know Jeff doesn't know to do the Fiber. audio. <laughs> no, yeah, sure, but Fiber. You get a guy with a Fiber account to do the audio for it. No, I just do the audio. You just do the audio. Yeah. And then you distort it. Yes. So he can't hear you. Okay, that's better. So you distort the audio and you just start releasing those videos on his channel. Exactly. And then Now here's the thing. If if in some alternate weird universe those videos actually gain his account popularity and he just kind of goes, I'm getting undeserved recognition for these videos that I don't even know how they get on there. He'll know it's me, though. He'll eventually know it's you. I'm pretty sure immediately he'll know it's me, though, even if Probably. I distort the audio. <laughs> yeah. He's like, who else would, one, know how to get into his YouTube? Yeah. Number two, post a creepypasta, the things that he does. Yeah. I got a weird thing on my, uh, what's it called? It's the Facebook Messenger yeah. additional app. Facebook Messenger. Yeah, which I'm really bad at using. I've had a few people, like, talk to me on there, and I don't use it because I, I don't care about Facebook that much. It's like texting through yeah. Facebook. Yeah. It's stupid. Just it, text It's me. like giving Jeff Bezos all your text information. Yeah. So, uh, one of my relatives, which I haven't heard. I haven't heard from her for a long time. She randomly messaged me being like, uh, she linked a video. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, this kind of looks like you. And the video looks sketchy, but when I click on the video, it says like, I need to do a double verification approval thing to watch the video. I'm like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) So you never watched the video? I haven't watched it yet. Um, I don't want to do it because that seems really sketchy that I need to do a double verification for one video, but also I don't remember anything about how to get into my Facebook. Neither do I. Yeah. Because I removed mine. You did. It's gone now. You did, and it upsets Taylor that he can't link into anything, even though you wouldn't even be on there. Nope. Sorry, Taylor. (laughs) Is that why he stopped messaging us? He's butthurt that you don't use Facebook? Yes. Then why, well, why would he be upset with all three of us if it's just you? Yeah, weird. Because even Jeff's on there still. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't do anything on there, but he still has it. (laughs) I mean, he did respond the other day. Yeah. That is right. Beth definitely uses it. Facebook? Yep. Probably. Yep. She, She has a lot of pictures of her children on there. That's for sure. And Jeff. And Jeff, sometimes. Her half-child. Yeah, her half- yeah, Jeff is her half-child. <laughs> I, I, know, it's, I know exactly how that goes. Um, Scotty comes over, or Scotty goes like, can I stay up an extra hour? No, you can't. Go to bed. <laughs> and then Jeff walks over. <laughs> and Jeff's like, can I play this game until like 11 tonight? 
No, you can't, Jeff. Go to bed. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, That's great. Hi, welcome. Yeah. Welcome, people with ears. I mean, who used to have ears. Until they heard us. Yep, that's what I was meaning. Yep. And then and then the blood goes down their sides, and they kind of go, what? Who? What? Can't hear anything can't, anymore. What? The podcast ended already? Oh, no, it didn't. It's I'm just deaf now. It's called the shambles and rambles disease. Yep. It's called the... It's called... We could come up with a better name for that. <laughs> SNR disease. Sure, let's go with that. SNR disease. And it forces you to show someone else this podcast. Yep. Which we highly recommend you do. Only way to get your hearing back. Yep. Yep. It's also it's a curse as much as it is uh, a way to cure yourself. Yeah. So, might as well do it. <laughs> spread the word. Spread the virus. <laughs> spread the virus. Spread the word. That almost sounds like Save it's the Cheer. It's a chain podcast. Yeah. <laughs> save the cheerleader. Save the world. It almost sounds like that to me. <laughs> spread the virus. Save our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, hey, I have full intention to put this on Stitcher or something in the future. Oh. But you need more money for that. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't know that? Stitcher cost to put things on it? Oh, yeah. You gotta pay like 15 a month. I did not know that. Yep. I mean, I thought of using Stitcher once. Yeah. Never did. That's the same with, uh, what's the other one called? SoundCloud? Yeah. Yeah, same with that. Cloud sounds familiar. Yeah, same with that. It's the same with uh, a couple other ones. Um, I think SoundCloud's actually worse because they have various levels of what you can do and how much you pay for each of them, which is like, just tell me, like, the general and I'm good, right? Yeah. Like, why do you need, like, ultra premium pass, pay a hundred a month to maybe download, like, 10,000 exclusive podcasts in the same month that you pay for it. I remember something about some, like, is it a streaming service that's now going to be offering podcasts? Ah, uh, I honestly haven't heard anything other than some more information about HBO Max, which is absolutely killing the DC Universe app as we speak. It is actively killing it. It's definitely not what I was talking about. I know. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what service you're thinking of. Because um, I have no idea. No idea. Let's see if I can Google it and see if it says anything. Alright. While you're doing that, hey, hey, HBO Max is the better DC Universe app now because it's got all of their shows on it now, so... DC Universe app is only useful currently for downloading certain DC comics if you want. But it's going to be dead within a year. So do it now. So do it now. Get all your comics. And then go away. And then read them all. And then you'll lose them all. Yep. <laughs> did I, you find it? I did. It's Spotify. Oh, Spotify? Is now offering video podcasts. Video podcasts. Video podcasts. I yep. feel like... I feel like video podcasts won't do as well. I don't know. That's that's what they said. Yeah. Well, I mean, people listen to podcasts on the go, right? I don't know if they have time to actually watch a video version of it. 
I mean, it's on Spotify, so I'm pretty sure you could just watch the audio ver- Listen, watch the audio version of it. Yep. Yeah, watch the uh, yeah. Watch the audio version <laughs> and listen to the video version. Fantastic. I don't know. That's our future, isn't it? We're gonna have to have fifty different streaming services for various things that we like, and it all can't be in the same spot. Yeah. So I was trying to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey the other day. Yeah. As I mentioned before. So I logged into Steam. Yep. Wasn't in my Steam library. Okay. okay. Log into EA Origins. It's not in my EA oh, Origins. Man. That's weird. Logged into Epic. Wasn't in Epic. Mm-hmm. Logged into um the Uplay. Oh yeah, Uplay. Wasn't in Uplay. Oh no. Logged into GOG. I Wasn't in GOG. I forgot about GOG. You're going down the list. <laughs> Not in any of them. I can't think of anywhere else that it could be. Yeah. So, oh, then I go into Microsoft Uh-oh. Store. Wasn't in my Microsoft Store. Oh, okay. So now I'm searching my emails, trying to find where I had purchased this game. I think I know where it is. Where? I just, I want to hear you say it. Couldn't find an email anywhere. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, where is this? And then I'm just like, so I try everything again. Mm -hmm. And then I go into, okay, it has to be in Uplay. Because I can't think of anywhere else it would be. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, which email did I use to log in to Uplay that I actually have the game on? But Uplay had this weird thing where it would log you... Well, that was Epic. So Epic has this weird thing where you can log in through Google. But logging in through Google would always log me into the wrong account. So Mm. I had to, like, manually log into it, which took me, like, ten minutes to figure out. Yeah. And then it wasn't in my other one. (laughs) Because why wouldn't it be? Yeah. And then Uplay, I finally logged into the correct Uplay account and found it there. Mm. And then I was just like, hey, guess what? It's not installed. <laughs> well. Then I had to find the folder it was in on my computer. Uh-huh. So I could link it to the library so that I could play it. Oh, okay, that's not what I thought you would say. It took like half an hour to find and start up one game. I thought that you were going to say you bought it for Stadia because I read an article <laughs> about it. Yeah, right? It ended up being in my Stadia account the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I, I read the thing where this guy was like, so this guy like bought, he already had Steam and he already had, um, uh, what's the other one? He had Steam and he had Epic, Epic. and then he had Stadia. Yeah. And he bought... Trying to remember what Skyrim on all three of them. Yeah, I I can't remember. One of them can you can buy on one to transfer to the other. I can't remember which one it is. But he was like, I bought this game on this, thinking that I could play it on this. But for some reason, it thought that I wanted to play it on this other thing, and it took him forever to figure that out. (laughs) And he was complaining about it, being like, I hate having multiple places to get games. 
and yeah. I hate that they have exclusives, and this garbage needs to stop. It does. It does. Because I tried, what, seven different places? Yeah. To finally find it? You did. That's insane. Yeah. It shouldn't be that hard. No, I just need to link my Uplay to my GOG Galaxy. Yeah. Because that one has it so where it does list all the games that you own from any third party. Yeah. It, like, imports it into its data list. But I didn't get that far. Hmm. I only have four games on there. I have Far Cry, Far Cry New Dawn, Assassin's Creed, and Need for Speed. Okay. Yeah, the last one's weird. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Killing, 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 driving game! Driving game, yay! Actually, is it Need for Speed? Is it a driving game? Or is it... It's definitely a driving game. I think it's Need for Speed. No, Need for Speed's in my other one. No, it has to be Need for Speed. Or is it a... I can't even think of other car racing games. Uh, Gran Turismo. Um... There's one other one it could be. Yeah. Um, and I bought it off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that would have linked to Uplay. I mean, it could have. And now my phone is literally it's frozen. Literally frozen. I was witnessing this magic happen. This is great. This is a great start. Welcome to Shambles and Rambles, as you mentioned. Uh, I am Tom, the host, and then I am here. Hi, with... Tom. Hi, the host. Hi, I am Tom, the host. That's my full name, and I'm here with co-host Sherman. Hi, I'm Sherman, the co-host. The co-host. <laughs> and no one else is here. Yeah, except Taylor. I actually found him. He's right here. I was like, where is Taylor? <laughs> you were actually looking. I, I was looking for him when we started. It's just yeah. like, Taylor's not here. Here he is. Uh, as we mentioned prior, he has been cursed. He has been transformed into a plushie, but not just any plushie. That's why he doesn't text he, us. That Yeah, because... He doesn't have any thumbs anymore. He doesn't. He just has these claw things. And a vine. And he does have vines. He just punches... He punches his phone with his vines. And it broke his phone, and now he's mad. Probably. So he is a plushy Bulbasaur. Didn't he finally get a new phone? Did he? Maybe that was you. I know you got a new phone. I I got an Apple iPhone thing. But I'm not sure if Taylor got a new phone. I wouldn't know. I would not know. But anyways, Taylor is a plushy animal now. He is cursed to be this way until we are able to break the curse. And by break the curse, I mean he shows up. When he breaks the curse himself. Yeah, he has to break the curse himself. We can't help him. <laughs> oh, it's Driver San Francisco. Oh, wow. That's it. That's a pull. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's the car game where you can also control time. Or is it read people's thoughts? Something like that. I think it's control time. No, you can transfer your consciousness into someone else. Into a different vehicle? Yeah. On their go? Okay. I never played it, so... That's it's cool. weird, but it's it's actually pretty fun. Yeah. I would suggest playing it if you ever feel the need of playing a card game. I'm not a big fan of card games at all. The only one I actually like is Mario Kart. I saw you playing that the other day. Oh, I was getting mad at it, because uh, Kelsey wanted to play it, and we were... I was going to text you when you started, Yeah. and be like, Tom's playing Mario Kart. <laughs> 
Because it was a few days after we had... A few days after the 4th of July. Yeah. It was. Um, so, I was getting mad because I didn't realize she clicked a harder difficulty for the race. Yeah. And I was getting really mad and confused of how easily, like, the AI bots racers are bypassing me so easily and just <laughs> ruining my day. And constantly hitting me at the worst time, which is like when you do a cur- like a turn, or if you're drifting to do a quick or turn. Or if you're over like a gap. Or if you're over a gap. And I was getting so frustrated, and then she's like, oh, didn't I tell you? <laughs> I made it more difficult. It's like, oh, you should have told me that at the beginning. I would have a completely different mindset. Thank you I'd so much. I'd be okay much. with losing. Thanks, Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, that's also why I was getting upset, right? Because it's like, I'm better than this. Why am I sucking so bad? Yeah, I understand that feeling. Yeah. It's like when I get second place in Mario Kart, and I'm like, well, now I have to restart all over again to get the Golden Star. My interest in Mario games is declining by the minute, because every game is designed to ruin friendships and family connections. Okay, Tom. They're (laughs) re-releasing Mario 64, though, on the Switch. Are they? They are. It's pretty good. Uh, I think... Did you see that super data mine that they did for all of Nintendo? Yeah. That's nuts. Luigi was real for that game. He was, and then they didn't have enough system memory to actually... Do it. Do it. Yeah. And then I saw all of the uh, Gen 4 designs... For those Pokemon, and a lot of them are actually really cool, and a lot of them are like the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> like, Arceus is just like a gray fog creature with some eyes on it. Cool! And it's cool in the sense that if it is a god entity being you that doesn't have a true form, that would be a great idea. But they actually did give it a form, so whatever. Um, the actual really cool designs are for the Garchomp family, because apparently they were meant to be orange and they didn't have the side things on their heads. Yeah. They looked more like sand shark colored sharks. They actually look really cool. And it's not really a situation of like they look better. It's more like the real designs look cool and then this alternate design looks cool to the point that you kind of wish that they become a... Regional variants. Yeah, I don't know how this huge major mega leak got out. Um, there was a, I believe it was just some guy that got lucky. Some guy was able to put um found it all. Yeah, some guy was able to get like the sixty four systems and like the Game Boy and put it into his computer to data mine it. Because uh, the reason why games like um. For example, Bloodborne yeah. is very hard to data mine and find all those secrets is because it's locked on a different system yeah. and it never came out on PC. So that's why these things take some time. Um, that being said, though, this was like 20 plus years in the making. So Well, the source code got leaked. The source code got leaked, yeah. Yeah. So the question is like, who did it? It's a mystery. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Nintendo's actually doing something good for their fans. Probably. 
Probably not. <laughs> if they wanted to do something good for the bands, they would stop saying "Don't worry, Bayonetta three still in production" and actually show Bayonetta three. Do you know what else is still in production? What the Metroid game? Yep. Um, I'm a little fair on that because they had to restart from scratch because the company <laughs> they were working with. It's just like this game isn't fun. <laughs> yeah, like we're getting someone else to work on it. You didn't make it fun. What else got leaked? There was something about Star Fox. Oh, yeah. I remember the Star Fox one. They were going to have a human female character as a character in the Star Fox 2, I believe. Where uh, they, they showed... Uh, there's a picture. It's like a sprite sheet. Yeah. I kind of wish Jeff was here because he would talk about this for sure. Because he likes Star Fox. But it was a sprite sheet for the pixel faces when they talk to you on, like, the intercom in the game. Yep. Um, they had one, and it's like a... It's like an African-American woman with a certain hair design. Yeah. And they have, they have like, pixel... So not, like, a playable one. Maybe? Just, like, an extra NPC? Just an extra NPC. And also, considering that she is 100% human, that's pretty weird. For a game with anthropomorphic animal people. In space. In space. <laughs> yeah. You throw in space at the end of anything and it makes sense now, Tom. Uh, yeah. Well, don't make me say it. Trump's creating an army. In space. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, okay, so me and my family were watching... Uh, well, I went upstairs to get a drink. Yeah. And they had the TV on, and a commercial came on at that moment, and it was for Trumpy Bear. And it's, you can buy your own Trumpy Bear, like, to have as a plushie toy. It's and a stuffed animal with Trump's face on it? Nah. <laughs> no, it's a very grumpy looking bear with Trump's hairdo that's being available for purchase. Um, you should look Is this it up. In- endorsed by Trump? I might. Can you buy it at Trump Tower? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Wow, it's the second thing that. Oh, uh, that it's this looks r- so bad. So here's the thing: when you watch this commercial, it seems like a spoof commercial, like it says on that video yeah. tab. Because you know what it actually seems like when you actually watch the commercial, and that is what it looks you like. You can it get is it horrible. from Amazon. You can. It's real, dude. Um. When you watch it, it's it feels like an like an SNL skit, right? It feels like a Saturday Night Live spoof thing, and the whole time I sat there watching the commercial, hoping that it was gonna like transition to something, and I'd be like, "Ah, oh, it was a spoof video," and it wasn't. So shocking. There's so many Trumpy Bear things on. Google Images. You know, Trumpy normally bear. when you search something up on Google Images, you get a bunch of really bad results. Yeah. This has nothing... This... Okay, that one right there is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just his face on a flat surface head. <laughs> uh, but all of them are really relevant in this case. They are. They are, and, like, it's not even, like, I don't even care if you're someone that 
likes or hates Trump, right? This is just weird. This is just weird. That explains everything. That, yeah. Yep. That explains everything. (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, will... You have to watch the commercial when we're done with this, because it's it's so insane. (laughs) Raise your hand if you think Trumpy Bear (laughs) would make a better president than Donald Trump. (laughs) Uh, Donald Trump is raising his hand. Have you ever watched, um, I don't think you did, uh, it's that Netflix series called, uh, Love, Death, and Robots? It's that no, mythology. I haven't seen it, but I've definitely seen it on the list when scrolling through. Yeah, so there's a skit on one of their episodes on there that's about, um, it's about, like, people living in a society where yogurt runs everything. And by yogurt, I mean they actually elect a yogurt as a president. <laughs> and it's almost... So not the company. Not the company, like the actual yogurt. Because it's been a while since I, mean, I watched it's that. it's sort of living. It's sort of living, yeah. It's been a while since I watched it, but like, like the skits, like they discovered that yogurt has a high IQ, even though it doesn't do anything. Yeah. And so yogurt starts to take over the world, and it actually ends with yogurt killing humanity. Wow! <laughs> and it's and it's funny because I believe they got like a guy that sounds like the narrator from like Little Big Planet. If you remember that, like they get some guy like that to like narrate the whole story and explain how the society works and stuff, and you're just like, what the heck? Does it make any sense? No, it doesn't. It's more for comedy, but um. Uh, there is actually, uh, if I remember correctly, there are only like two or three really, really good episodes on that anthology thing. And the rest are just kind of, uh, you know, yeah, different levels. There's not really any that's like awful. It's just whatever. It's sort of cherry picking your favorites. Like, uh, there's one about just three robots that are just hanging out and going on a tour and looking at ancient human society stuff because it's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. And then it ends with like, like you, you learn that cats were the ones that destroyed humanity. I believe it. And then the cats like go after the robots. At the end. <laughs> That's definitely not what I expected that TV series to be. Yeah. It's, um, there's one about, like, they go in to try and locate, like, it's archaeologists trying to find a vampire. There's one about, like, farmers in the future. Um, farmers that, like, farm on the moon, I guess. And they have to ride mechs and fight aliens that try to destroy their crops. And that one's actually a whole... It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, but it's a whole lot of fun, though. <laughs> it just hurts my head. Just thinking about it. It's a good show, but it's definitely ex- extremely mature for certain episodes. It's not a good show, but it's you'll like it. I know you'll like it. Jeff will like it, too. But the question is, which of those episodes will you actually like? None of them. None of them? Alright. Maybe Jeff has seen it. He probably has. I just I haven't mean, heard All he's been doing it. lately is watching Princess and the Frog. Oh, he's so sick of that. 
So he was telling me uh, last time I talked to him, uh, when we were in the car, he was like, he was like, so she started watching Princess and the Frog the most. Then we transitioned her to watching that in Cinderella. I'm talking about his infant child, by the way. Um, his infant child. <laughs> it's a baby. He has a baby daughter. Um, and then they transitioned her to watching, I'm trying to remember this. Prince and the Frog, Cinderella, and a little bit of... What was the other show? Oh, no. A little bit of Beauty and the Beast, actually. Yeah. And I was actually surprised, because I would think in my head that she wouldn't care for it because of the Beast. Yeah. But, whatever. And then he said he he started watching Quest for Camelot. And guess what we're doing for We Hate Ourselves in the Future? But anyways, watching the newest Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> we could, if Jeff's willing to, we can do any of those live action Disney movies. It has what's her name in it? Twilight Girl? No, close. It's Emma Watson. Hermione. No. Yeah, Hermione. Hermione. Or Hermione. Does, does that mean that Taylor has to be here for that one? Probably. I don't know. I, I feel like Taylor probably already watched it because she, you know, breathed on the movie once and he's showed up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Did you know they're making a prequel movie about Gaston? And I actually think that's a dumb idea. <laughs> because because this live-action version of Gaston is not that good. The one from the old animated one is like, yeah, that guy's nuts. That guy's like this big buff idiot. That would be great. But in this one, it's just like, he's just a typical baddie who's not that fun at all. Yeah. At least not in the second half of that movie. He's not... He's he's stupid. not... He's not enjoyable, I guess. He's just he's just a typical, like, man, man that thinks he owns everything, and yeah. he's not fun about it. That's really all he is. And it's very disappointing. That was the most disappointing part of that movie. You and sure that's not disappointing? No, that's just creepy. That's a different beast. Yeah, that's a teapot. Yeah, the cup child is creepy. He looks so creepy. He does. In fact, a few of them look pretty creepy in the whole movie. I think the only one that doesn't look creepy is uh, Lumiere. Yeah, that's his name. Lumiere, who is the candlestick. He He's the only one that doesn't look creepy. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. I mean, why didn't they just do that? Because it's too cartoony and they have to make it look realistic. Sure. Even though the whole, like, point of it is, like, it's not going to be realistic. Wait until they do a live-action Cinderella. They already did. They did? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, look it up. Disney live-action Cinderella. They already did it. Uh, there it is. That's that's Disney's that's not life. recently, is it? It came out twenty fourteen. It was one of the earlier live action yeah, reboots yeah. they did. Uh, um, no, I meant Sleeping Beauty. Oh, you meant Sleeping Beauty? Yeah, they already did that too. Maleficent one and two was basically Sleeping Beauty. No, it's not. It basically is. But we need to see the 12 dwarves. Nine dwarves. How many dwarves are there? You're talking about Snow White. 
That's what I said. No, you said Sleepy Beauty. <laughs> Sherman does not know his princess lore. I don't watch Disney. <laughs> uh, Seven Dwarfs. So, Disney did not do a live-action remake of this, but there have been a, a buttload of different live-action remakes for this, which is probably why they haven't done it. But then again, there's a buttload of Cinderella um, remakes, and they did that, so... I mean, they're doing Mulan. Mulan's done. They're trying to just release it at this point. Um... Uh, they're doing, uh, they're doing uh, Ar- Ariel, Little Mermaid. Doing, oh, yeah. They're doing Little Mermaid live action next. Because she's no longer white. I remember that. Yep. Which is fine. Whatever. I, I'm under the belief that if, if the actress or actor can play the part well, I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just remember that controversy was going around. Yeah. Like, okay, I don't, I don't care for, like, the company to be like... We're, like, with them coming out and being like, we're deciding to make our character a certain look or race, right? Because that's what starts controversies. But if you just kind of be like, this person was the best at this part, then it's yeah. fine. It's it's the, it's all about approach. I just kind of feel like, is it a political thing at this point? Um, I'm just going to tell Are they you, trying to make a political standpoint? I'm just going to tell you right now that Disney is very SJW. So, yes, it kind of is. I believe Disney absolutely came out and said they were very pro um, SJW, which for those who don't know is social justice warriors. Yeah, no one, no one cares. Yeah. yeah okay, tell uh, them that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it upsets me a little bit. Yeah, I don't understand why they went that route, and they've never really said why they went that route. Do you want to know? What, They're just like we're doing this because. Do you want to know what is an actual bad thing they did? Even though I still won't watch it. But. Yeah, one thing they did bad is the live action Aladdin because they hired Will Smith to do the genie, which was like cool. I want to see Will Smith as a genie. That's the best part of it. But you know what we got? Will Smith trying to be a Robin Williams being the genie. genie. Yeah. Which didn't work. If you had him just be Will Smith, because he almost, he almost, like you could tell when you watched the movie, right? That he really wants to do his Fresh Prince and Bel-Air sort of vibe. Yeah. But he can't because they want him to do the Robin Williams stuff. But it's like he's not going to do it good because he's not Robin Williams. Hey, you... You want to see a dark, a dark colored uh, princess, Tom? I already have. It's Princess and the Frog. I know. They already did it. <laughs> yeah, they already did. Why it. do they have to turn Ariel? They should do that one. So I agree with everyone online. They need to do Atlantis and Treasure Planet because uh, those ones would actually be amazing live action, and those ones aren't of the most popular Disney movies. So they would actually do really well. Live action El Dorado. I don't even know. Is that Disney? No. Well, is it Disney now? Disney owns everything. <laughs> El Dorado's DreamWorks, but I think... No, wait. No, they don't. They don't. DreamWorks still owns it. And they are with... They are with Illumination, so they're probably going to be dead soon. 
Why did it delete it? El Dorado Mudo. Oh, yeah, El Dorado is um, an old series, too. I forgot about that. The animated movie is the most recent El Dorado movie, but um, it used to be an old, like, Western-style series about two explorers that go off and do various adventures. I'm pretty sure it is Disney. Is it? No, it is made by DreamWorks, but I think Disney might own it now. Yeah, it's DreamWorks because it's got the DreamWorks logo right there. Yep. You're right. Yep. Well, there goes my idea. What was your idea? Do this in a live action movie. Um, okay. I like that idea. I, I do too, but they won't do it. <laughs> Sinbad! Yeah. Did you ever watch that one? I did. Um, it has really good animation on the villain character in that movie. Like, <sighs> probably one of the best animations ever. That's fantastic. That's pretty great. <laughs> oh, you should look up um that new meme that's been going around. It's uh um you know the movie Coraline? Yeah. It's uh her dad on the computer. There's a meme about him on the computer and uh Mr. Incredible from the first movie on his computer as his job. And it's and it's a meme that's like uh, when you go online with your friends like at 3 in the morning and it's just two tired looking dudes going online. Okay, that first picture and then the one at the end. This has been a trend. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a meme. I'm confused. It's just a meme. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's just a, it's the weirdest meme collaboration I've ever seen. Oh, that one? Yeah, it started with this picture, right? That one's great. Yeah, and this had the caption, when you go online with your friend late at night. This was the picture. (laughs) 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 And now it's just, uh, oh, there's no more popping up here. Nope. If you go on a meme site, you'd probably find more, but... It is creepy, the movie, though. Coraline? Yeah, Yeah. that's one of the creepier ones. Um... So that was a fun little uh, rabbit hole into random. Yeah. Yeah. Those were those were the rambles. Now we're going to get into the shambles. And I I can tell that you were avoiding this topic. Eh, not really. Not really. Uh, I gave him last minute notice because I forgot to message him that we were going to do this. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but um, I didn't have much time to prepare. Yeah. We're going to do a top ten video game list of all time for Sherman. Yeah. I already did one. I believe it was like episode eight or nine on the last one. Maybe it was number six. I don't remember. I'd have to look it up. In fact, I'll look it up as I speak. Do, do I put these in order according to which one's my number one? And start at ten and go up? So, I believe or mine... Or does it not matter? I believe mine was random because um, I did not want to decide which one I like more than another. So it is whatever you want how to do it, I guess. Alright, we're gonna do it this way. Random number 1 through 10. Alright, so we'll, we'll just do it like this. Okay. Random number generator. And and go through my list that way. 
Sorry, I just got... So yeah, this was Tom's idea being like, hey, create your list. And I'm just like, um, it's not going to be easy. I don't think about this very often. I can think of five games that I definitely do like, but doing a top ten list is also very hard. So yeah. I do agree with you for the most part. There are a couple of them on there that I'm just like, uh, crap, I forgot to put these on there. Yeah. Even though I play them actually quite frequently. Yeah. Yeah. But first one. First one. Is going to be Dark Souls 1. I knew it. Yeah. Cool. I just put Dark Souls on there. I'm like, I've got to put a number. <laughs> the original one. Uh, I had that on my list too, but I can't remember which one. Oh, I, I do remember. I'll let you talk. Technically, that's number four, but that's just because I just listed them out without actually putting them in number yeah. four. I really like that game. Um, I was the first one to beat it out of our group. And yeah, you were. I spent three days on that final boss huh. trying to defeat it. Like, three whole days. On um, Lord Gwen, you mean? Yep. Yeah. Lord Gwen sucks. I need your help for that. And then I had to go back and grind. And then I went back to him. Uh-huh. And... It took me a few tries, but I eventually got it. Yeah. I remember going over to your place and trying that final boss fight at your place. Yep. And it didn't work. Yep. It was on a small TV in my old room with a DualShock 3 controller. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, by the way, it was episode 8 when I did my list on season 1. Season 1? Episode 8? Yeah, this is episode uh, 2.3, so... Episode 2! Point 3. <laughs> Finally made to episode 2. So, on, on my list, I believe what I said on mine was I kind of talked about Dark Souls in general. Yeah. Being like, uh, I kind of cheated a little bit and did franchises if I couldn't decide which one in that yeah. that I liked. So, I was like, I was like, I like, I like the uh, world design of one. I like... I like Bloodborne as my personal favorite of a FromSoft series. Yeah. And then I said Dark Souls 3 as the best one they've made so far. Yeah. That's kind of how I did it. I would say Dark Souls 3 is the best one they've made so far. Yeah. And I know Jeff really likes that one. Yeah. But on my list, I still put the first one as the top. I like the first one because it's simpler. It defined its own genre. It did. Even though it was the second game in the series, which is funny. Yeah. Dark Souls! <laughs> it's a Dark Souls-like game, which is a Bloodborne-like game. <laughs> which is actually a Demon Souls-like game. Ah, <laughs> uh, Demon Souls. That game had issues. Dark Souls, the original, had some issues. So, the way I like to describe it as Demon Souls was the abandoned orphan child that they adopted. That was their concept idea. Yeah, that they adopted and gave it a crutch so it can walk still, but it still has problems. It's still named Timmy. It's still named Timmy. And then <laughs> and then they got better Timmy, 
who's, who's younger and was inexperienced at the time, but gained popularity because it was a perfect Timmy. That's how I like to describe it. Yeah, it's Timmy without crutches. Yeah, but crutch Timmy's going to come back. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. I'm very excited about that. I want to play Demon Souls, the remake, just because it has to control better. It has to control better, and it has to look better. Which we know it's going to look better. It's going to look way better. And we haven't heard any complaints about it playing like crap, so... Yeah. And it's made by the guys who did Shadow of Colossus, which was amazing. Yeah. Amazing That's remake. Surprising. Yeah, which is why there's no people being like, oh no. Because they already know they do good. The biggest question is... Yeah. Are they going to add in a new area? I'm going to say maybe. Everyone wants it. Everyone wants it. Everyone has been wanting it for years. There, I don't think anyone's saying no to that idea. Yeah. Oh, also, Dark Souls is still a fairly new franchise. Because Dark Souls 1 came out in 2011. Yeah. So... If you if you want to count Dark Souls One as the start of the franchise, even though it's Demon Souls technically, it started in twenty eleven. Otherwise, it started in two thousand nine. Yeah, it's just Dark Souls is the best oldest game of yeah. that genre. Yes, and then number two was. Had some improvements. Number two had an ambitious idea that no one cared for. But it wasn't too great. Yeah. And then number three is the culmination? The combining of everything good into one spot. Which also included Demon Souls and Bloodborne. It culminated everything into one neat package. Bloodborne's its own thing. I feel. Bloodborne is its own thing. It was meant to be a pseudo-sequel to Demon's Souls, but that didn't really come to fruition, although people still speculate. I mean, it's Demon's Souls when you died at the very beginning. Yeah, pretty much. Um, What was Bloodborne? Bloodborne's like the... Well, Bloodborne is is its own thing. It's just a dream. Because it's... Yeah, it's just a dream. (laughs) Um, That one's an actual PlayStation property, which is why it's only on PlayStation. But it's coming to PC. Is it? That's what I heard. Um, it was. It's rumored. Oh yeah, it's, it's rumored, rumored that there's a remastered for PS5, and that it will also have a PC version. Which, if that's true, I really hope you it can happens. play it on PC through the PlayStation Now. Is what it was. The like streaming PlayStation yeah, service. Yeah, that just seems annoying. Yeah, <laughs> to do it that way, especially on a game that's that twitchy. Yeah. No, I actually do want to remaster Bloodborne, because like I said, that's my favorite of, like, a personal favorite series that they've done, but also uh, 60 frames. It'll just be Bloodborne 2. I would rather have a Bloodborne 2, probably, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, Dark Souls 1. Dark Souls 1. I remember killing a lot of rats to get humanity yep. to make the game easier. Yep. I remember... Dying to the curse for the first time. Oh, the basilisk. Losing half my health. Oh, that. Yeah. Yep. But I couldn't fix it 
because I had previously, there's a lady who sells, like, the cure for it. Yeah. But I accidentally hit her when I set my controller down. So she won't help you anymore. So she wouldn't talk to me anymore. Yeah. Which meant I had to go and buy a purging stone. Yep. Which at that point cost, like, a bajillion amount of souls. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to use the souls duplication glitch. Yeah. So I could buy the purging stone. So I could talk to the lady. So I could uncure myself from curse. I don't remember the how the duplication glitch worked in the first. So you'd have to go and join the Covenant of the Dragon so that you can get the Dragon Stone. Okay. And then you had to use the Dragon Stone to turn to a dragon and then use your Fire Breath ability. But at the same time, you had to switch to your next item. Uh Uh-huh. And then it would just, like, constantly use the next item. Hmm. So you'd put a bustle there and then... You would do that, immediately switch to the soul, and then it would just, like, use the soul over and over and over again, hmm. even though you only had one of it. Cool. So the longer you held it down, the more souls you got, and so forth and so forth. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. I cheated cool. that game, too. Yeah. But only for that reason. Only for that reason. Only for that reason. Uh, what's your favorite boss in Dark Souls 1? Um, the Gaping Dragon. Okay. I really like the Gaping Dragon. Gaping Dragon's cool. I, let's see. In terms of design, I like Grave Lord Nito. He's good. He's really cool. In terms of really cool, just boss fight in general. Tom really likes the, um, the tree one. Which one was that in Dark Souls 1? Um... Let's just look up Queen the The Queen? I remember the the Spider Lady Queen. One bosses. Um Maybe once I see a picture I'll know immediately what you're talking about. Because I thought I could just think about it. Let's see. Quilag was the one you were talking about. Yeah. Chaos Witch Quilag. She wasn't queen. Um, Dark Sun Gwendolyn is an interesting concept boss fight. Four Kings. I really like that fight. Four Kings is interesting. Oh, I like Great Great Wolf Sif, actually. That's Jeff's favorite. That's a really cool one. Gwen is a pain in the butt. Hornstein and Smell was a really good idea. Yes. Oh, yeah, there it is. Better Chaos, Tom's favorite. Oh, nope, that's my least favorite one. No, it's your favorite. Seep uh, <laughs> to scale, this is really cool. But I just thought the fight was okay. Ceaseless Discharge? Ceaseless Discharge has the best name. <laughs> but the boss fight can actually be a joke if you do it the, the one proper way. way. The proper way, yeah. The way you're supposed to do it. Yes, make him fall off. Yep. And die. That's how I did it. So the first time, I actually ran to one edge and then ran back. Yeah. And he just kind of tripped and died. Or he <laughs> fell through the map or something, and I won. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. He tried to make me do it, and it wasn't working. I like Capper Demon only because as soon as you walk in, you're like, all right, this is all I got to deal with. And then two dogs go after you. And then you die, and then he becomes a regular enemy later. Yep. I like the um, 
I really like Priscilla. Priscilla's cool. The um, burning invisible, invisible, and yeah. you could cut her tail off. Yeah, Priscilla's cool. Stray Demon's just the silent demon again. Easiest boss. Pinwheel. Pinwheel. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So I think my favorite is. Scroll down again. I think my definitive favorite. Yeah, okay, so I like, I do like Nito, Ornstein, Smo, and I like Great, uh, Great, Gray Wolf Sith. Those are my three favorites. Yeah, I just, I really like Aping Dragon. He's the one, whenever I get to him, I like to play him like three or four times. Yeah. It's really not that difficult of a boss once you understand him. Uh, I had difficulty when I first encountered him, but I did eventually learn. That's because he does that huge, like, area of effect vomiting attack yeah. and i play the night class and night classes are really bad about area of effect things yeah so that's my number one cool now we need to random again random again random again this will be rocket league of course it is of course it is of course it's on there did you expect it not to be on there nope I what about it. supersonic acrobatic rocket power battle cars? That's not on there, is it? No. Okay. But it is the prequel to Rocket League. <laughs> Such a weird name, supersonic acrobatic rocket power battle cars. Yep. It's too long, if you ask me. Yeah. It's like that show. I tried playing that again. Yeah. On my PS3. It's really not good now. It does not hold up at all. Yeah. This yeah. just looks like a cheap version of uh, Rocket League. Yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah. So talk about Rocket League. The car the car game about soccer. Yeah, it's car soccer. Yeah. That that that's about it. With with presumably With flying. Presumably confirmed remote control cars that can fly, and apparently there's real videos of actual real life Rocket League car soccer game. Yeah, so basically, I really like Rocket League. It's fun. Um, I haven't played it much recently. You've been busy with the Dodos? I mean, I'm just... I've gotten to the point where I've kind of given up on ranked uh, in Rocket League. And so, because I'm not striving to get any better at the game, mm -hmm. it's just like, it's just casual now. So if I have, like, an hour and I don't want to play Dota, I'll play some, like, casual matches. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I got pretty good at it. And then I realized, well, it's going to take a lot more work to get any better in the game. Yeah. So I gave up. I can't talk much about it because I don't really... I'm sorry. Tom never learned how to fly. You tried to teach me. That I was did. bad. It's You weren't a bad teacher. I was just a bad student. It takes time. It takes time. That's, uh, that's why I gave up on ranked. Yeah. I can't really talk about it. It's car soccer. Um, I do like 
a lot of the designs. I like how you could play classic cars, like the Ghostbusters car or the uh, Back to the Future and Batmobile. I think that's a really good idea. But it's now owned by Epic Games. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's going free to play. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. They're moving it free to play now, so. Cool. Hopefully, uh, Epic doesn't do anything bad for the franchise. Yeah, I don't think they can. Yeah. All they really have to do is just make sure it releases on next gen and then, like. Yeah. Yeah. They release it on next gen and keep it going and make sure the servers don't suck. I want to know what Psionics does next. Quidditch. <laughs> the same the same design game concept, but with broomsticks. Which I know is already actually made, but... Yeah. I don't know what they'll do. Maybe, maybe they'll make a new Twisted Metal game. <laughs> I hope someone does it, because that game, or that company that made it If died. anyone can own it, Epic can. Epic. If anyone can make it great, Psionics can. There you go. There we go. There you go. Because uh, the last twist of metal is actually right here. I know. That's that's why I brought it up, because I remember seeing that earlier. Yep. And a lot of people liked it. What's that old company called? It's called... Um, M for Mature. Nope. Not, nope. Limited Edition. Mm, nope. It's, Isn't it black? Oh, there it is. Oh, no. Eat, it's so it's a company called Eat Sleep Play. They are they were actually once localized here in Salt Lake City. Oh. And they made, they made this. And their company got hit back in the day with insane massive layoffs and it killed the company. Which left Twisted Metal as a franchise in uncertainty. And it's still in that state today. Yeah. I mean, you could actually play as a Twisted Metal car in Rocket League. Oh, yeah? That one. On oh, the PS4. Uh, Sweet Tooths. Yep. Sweet Tooths ice cream truck. Yep. So there's still hope. There is hope. There is hope. PlayStation 5 would be the place to bring it back. They need to make it more like Twisted Metal Black, and then it'll be good. Made by Psionics, and I would buy it. I would probably buy it, too. Sorry to jump into a different thing for your list. Uh, next one is Dragon Age Origins. The game you want me to play. The game I wa- I've always wanted you to play. Yeah. Because it's fantastic, Tom. You know, the only thing I've ever seen of that game is uh, the the elf guy getting it on with the dwarf guy in a cutscene, which is optional because you can pick your race and class and everything in that game. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I was thinking there was an actual, like, you were thinking that there were actual NPCs just getting it on as a side quest or something. No. <laughs> but yes, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, I think... <laughs> so, I actually married Alistair. You gonna look up Alistair now? Uh, I'm gonna show you who he is. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you play the female character then? I did. Yeah. Yeah, you and Jeff I, like I to almost, play. I almost got it on with Morgana. Oh, yeah. Alistair. So he's just some ginger knight prince dude. He's with you throughout the entire game. Is he? He's Terran Logan's son. Okay. Which means nothing to you. Yeah. 
So he's heir to the throne. How much is this game similar to uh, Mass Effect? Not at all. Not at all. Not one bit. Okay. Cool. Because I have played Mass Effect a little bit. I need to get for that too. Yeah. But this, I, sorry. this game's great because you could actually choose your own character. Yeah. Instead of being shoehorned into the second game. <laughs> So I did actually play the second game, and I didn't like it. And then you guys told me it's not good. So it didn't matter. This one, I would say, is the best. Yeah. Dragon well, Age well, 2 is kind of like a dumbed-down well, version of Dragon Age 1 with better graphics. It does have better graphics, I agree. Dragon Age 3, they changed up Ignition? the game. Is that way, what it was called? Yeah, Ignition. Yeah. They changed it up way too much. And it just feels boring. Hmm. So of course you like the first one. It's it's more um, by default. Yeah, mostly but. more like D and D ish or the first one. Yeah, it's more like you like in on the PC you can actually do like top view version of everything. Yeah, and play kind of like an MMO sort of thing. Okay. But. I don't know. Honestly, I feel like I would like this first one if it is like D&D. If I'm able to make my own choices and design my own character to my liking. That, so, yeah, that sounds like the game for me. Because I'm just saying. I'm just, so you can pick your own character and your class. Yeah. And your race. Yeah. And depending on your race and your character... It allows you to choose a background. Oh, yeah. So that is like Mass Effect. And it has about eight different starting stories. Oh, wait. No, that's different. (laughs) And so based on your background, you actually get an introduction of a couple hours based upon what you had chose previously, and each one are different. Okay. And then after you get through the introduction, they're like, okay, you're becoming a Grey Warden now. As soon as you become a Grey Warden... All the Grey Wardens just get wiped out in a massive battle and you're the last one alive. Wow. And then... That's cool. There's a giant dragon who's like the final boss of the game. Yeah. And your whole job is to build up an army so that you can fight this dragon and prevent the end of the world. So you're going from... So... To the wages. You're going to the dwarves. You're going to the Templars. Um... You're going to, like, all these different locations to recruit an army mm. just so that you can fight the Darkspawn and save the world. This almost sounds like Dragon's Dogma to me. Kind of. Not really. Dragon's Dogma feels more like solo adventure. Yeah. Where this one is just like, alright, get to the city, and then they're like, uh, we had this really big issue, and we can't help you. Mm. So you've got to solve their issue for them. Okay. Before they'd accept to join you. And at the very end of the battle is that huge fight. Huh. And it's really sad because... So me and Alistair, you know, yeah. did our things. Yeah, you did your things. And we did our things. In front of each other. With each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's awkward saying that. <laughs> but we get to the final boss battle. Yeah. And then they give you a decision, being like, alright, someone's gotta sacrifice themselves to yeah. end this. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna do it, dang it. 
And then Alistair just like, no, nah, I got this. And went and <laughs> killed himself. And I was just like, no! You were the chosen That one. was my choice to make and you stole it from me. Wow. Yeah. I was really upset. And then the DLC came along. And he was back. And it really threw me off. Back as in he returned from the dead, or back as in he's just in the DLC because he wasn't meant to die? Yes. The second one. Oh, boy. And <laughs> it pretends like he didn't even know me in the huh. DLC. It's just like, oh, you're the king and I'm the Grey Warden now. Hi. <laughs> I, I have to play this at some point. Yeah. Um, it bothered me. The DLC did. Yeah. I can't talk about this game, sorry. But I can talk about Mass Effect. And I can talk about character ch- choices in there. And Jeff telling me, like, you can do whatever you want in that game too. But make sure you you play female version of Shepard. And make sure you romance the character named Garrus. I'm like, okay, is that... Okay, that sounds like that's the preferred story or whatever. So then I play the first game and I'm trying to romance him, and not only does it not work, but but you have to but, be a dick. But yeah, I I for be it a, to work. But my character is a dick to him, and then he kind of goes, "Oh, I'm sorry," you know, and it's like, "Wait, what just happened?" <laughs> and then I talk to Jeff about, it, and Jeff's like, "No, silly, you can't romance him in the first game. You can just." You can just interact with him in the first game. It's like, no! So now I have to play through all three of the games. Jeff, don't tell me how to play the game. <laughs> Do you know who I romanced in the first game? Who's your romance? Tully. Yeah? Yeah. Um, that I will probably have to do that. The ever, person that back. you never see the face of. You do at the end, and it's the funniest thing. No, you don't. You do at the end. You see, you see a picture of her on the desk. Yeah, but you don't see her face. You see a picture... Yeah. Of her. Which, which that is a stock photo, image. No, it's not a stock it's image. It's not? It's an image of one of the developer's daughters. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yep. Yep. So I'm guess so in Dragon Age, I don't know what kind of character I'll design, but I will totally romance a dwarf. I don't even care. You can't romance a dwarf. I will do it. Unless I'm the dwarf. Then I have to choose something else. Yeah, you still can. Dwarves getting on with dwarves. Yeah, but that's boring. That because that's boring because it makes sense. I want to do something crazy. All right, so we've got Morgan. Yeah, Morgan. Alistair. Alistair. Liana, which somehow can't get out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> She's in it all in like every single game. Wow. Is it not showing more people? Is that all you could romance in the game? Mm. This is telling you what sort of spell I could put to romance Alistair. Um, it doesn't tell me, but that's a shame. Yeah. All sorts of fun characters. Sten! That guy's great. Isn't Morgan the name of the sister from uh, Two Towers games? Mm-hmm. Like the the bad versions of Dragon Age, if you really think about it. So, Morgan... 
she's like the witch of the game, and Morgan is the. That's a very like common name for a witch a or witch. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's the name of the. Uh... Morgan Morgana. Yeah, it's the name of the uh, the opposite of uh, Merlin, if I'm not mistaken, in yep. ancient. Yeah, that's why it's common. Cool. What's next on your list? Bioshock Infinite. Uh, okay, I had Bioshock on my list too. Did I have Bioshock 1 or Infinite? I don't remember. I can't tell you. Yeah. Because I didn't listen. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I don't expect. Hey, if you want to listen to mine, it's already out. Yeah, you should do that. It's more bore. It's more boring of a listen than this, and shorter. So, oh, should, should I quicken this up? No, you're good. Okay. It was only short because I had to do it by myself. Do it by myself yeah. in your closet. In my closet. It's true. Yeah. Can't deny it. You're, nobody even noticed you were gone. Yep. No one did. That's how sad it was. <laughs> Where's Tom? I don't know. Probably in his closet somewhere. All right. Now that I'm thinking about it. I probably had both games on that <laughs> that list as a tie for different reasons. But let's talk about Infinite. Yeah. Yeah. It. So the reason I have that one is because that's the only one I played through in totality. Fair. So I don't feel like I could put a game on the list if I never beat it. I had that same thought too. So I played Bioshock and I was expecting it to be scary. It's infinite. Yeah, so I go in and it's just like on. this weird cult thing going on. Yep. And then you're like, there's a whole stage incident. Yep. And I'm just being like, when's it going to get scary? Oh, I'm getting drowned. When's it going to get scary? And it never does. No, the closest... It gets disturbing sometimes. And yeah. Then, and then the closest to scary is probably the Boys of Silence, which they kind of startle you, mostly. And then the uh, the ghost of the mother... Yeah. Is kind that was of, really cool. I like that. It one. was really cool, but that one's the closest to kind of creepy. Okay, Tom, I have to know which one did you go for, the bird or the cage? I I think I went with the bird the first time I played. Okay. Yeah. Even though it doesn't make a difference at all. No, it just it just kind of. Tells you what kind of person you think about in terms of symbolism, I guess. Um, I like this game because I think Elizabeth's a cool character. And I like her uh, dynamic with your character, who can talk in the first-person game. Which I believe at the time of this game being made was like... It wasn't that common to have your first-person player character talk a lot. Yeah. So that was cool. I also went with the bird one. Yeah. I, I kind of figured because you didn't say that you picked it. No, I went with it because it's just like, you... Stephen Cage! You lived in a cage your whole life up until now. Here's something that you've never had. Yeah. Freedom. Yep. That's cool. Um, trying to think... Uh... The ending was super confusing in the game. Yeah. It's also, I also like the, um, actually I understand the ending of the game. So do I, but it's still confusing. It's confusing about what it means for the context of the whole series, but 
in terms of what they were saying, I understood. Yeah. Like, um, also, I like... Uh, I just don't know why. Why did... Why does there have to be so much death at the very end? I don't know. Did you ever play the DLC stories? On Burial at Sea 1 and 2? No. Uh, do yourself a favor. Play through Bioshock 1 to its totality. And then play those two. Then you'll get more connective tissues. Yeah. Because Burial at Sea is a pseudo-sequel to Bioshock 1, but it also continues the weird time trend that Bioshock Infinite introduced. And you get a little bit more context. Yeah. So I highly recommend you do that. But, um, besides that... Wasn't she, like, missing a hand or a finger or something? She's missing her pinky finger. That's what it is. Yep. Does she have, like, a thumble on it? Yep. She does have a fumble. <laughs> Isn't that what it's called? It's called a fimble. fimble. <laughs> I like fumble. It normally goes on your thumb. Yeah. Isn't fumble something that happens in football if you screw up? No, that's a fumble. <laughs> <laughs> and the fairy's named Thumbelina, Tom. The fairy is named Thumbelina. Uh, Did you know that movie's owned by Disney now? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, it was a really good game. And yeah. Um, you know what I also like about it? So Bioshock 1 and 2, you're kind of thrown into the world after it already went to crap. Yeah. But in Bioshock Infinite, you get to see the world go into crap. And try to fix it. And try... Not really. <laughs> you just make it worse. <laughs> What do you try to do in the game? You're just trying to get Elizabeth home. Yeah. Or whatever. You're just trying to get Elizabeth out of there. And the world itself is going to crap. You could say it's because you showed up, but... <laughs> well, no. It literally is because it, you showed yeah, up. Yeah, it is because you showed up. Going to the very end of the game. Yeah, even though they give you plenty of reasons for why this... Sky Society is so messed up. The fact that you showed up made it worse. You made it what it is today. And now you have to get out. I also like how there's like a side story thing. Um, I can't remember her name, but she's like the leader of the resistance thing fighting the Comstock guy. Or whatever for um it's it's in for, the whole like war scenes. Yeah, it's for like war, it's for freedom, equal rights, all that. And then your character's just kind of like, Cool, I'll help a little, but I kinda just wanna finish my mission. <laughs> but this isn't what I wanna be doing right now. Yeah. I'll help you guys a little. But I gotta <laughs> get back to over there. Yeah. The only thing bad about Bioshock 1 is that it ends on a boss fight, which is weird. The second one also ends in a boss fight. Nope. No. Nope. That one... That one's like a mini version of how Infinite ends. Because Infinite ends with you on that giant battleship thing. Fighting the bird. Fighting with the bird. Attacking all those enemies. Yep. Bioshock 2 has something similar to that. And then Bioshock 1 actually has a villain that injects all of the plasmid energy and is just this big elemental freak boss fight. 
and it just feels it's the only bad part of the first game. Yeah. Because it feels off. It doesn't feel right. I get to like the So at the very beginning of the game there's like that the skin cutting boss. Skin cutting boss. Like the surgeon. Oh yeah, the creepy surgeon guy. Yep. Yeah. I always get past him. Yeah. And then I get like a little bit further. And I just like don't pick it up again. Huh. That's a shame because it gets a lot better after that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. At least you like Infinite. I really like Infinite. That's good. I won't play it again, but I'm just like, that's going to take a long time to beat that game again. Yeah. That's a long game. I remember waiting for that game forever. And then you played it. I had a I had a pre-order for two years, and because it took so long for that game to come out, I kept stacking my money on it, so I got like the huge addition <laughs> on it. Why? Because I thought it looked cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I still have the songbird. Yeah. Still have the songbird. It's up in my room, but yeah, I get okay. We talked about this last time, right? Being like, what was your last collector's edition you bought? Yeah, sort of thing. Um, Root factory. Yeah, mine was actually uh, Dishonored Two. Okay, because I bought that with Taylor, and I remember getting mad at him about it. Why? <laughs> because. Um, we both decided to pre-order it, and we both pre-ordered it at the same place. Yeah. And then uh, I was still doing, you know, college at the, at the time, so I was kind of like telling Taylor, like, oh, when do you plan on going to get it? We'll go together, sort of thing. I and got it. he was like, oh, I can't wait till the next day after it comes out. And Yeah, no, that was the situation. He went without me to go get it, and I was so mad because I was so looking forward to going with him to get it so we can play together first time. Yeah. And then I got it, and then I went home, and I played a little bit of it, and I'm like, I don't even want to play it right now. <laughs> because my, I'm so upset. Because my excitement died because of that. Yeah. So whenever that happens to me, yeah, I just go back and watch like the trailer for the game, Yeah. and then my excitement's back. I still haven't beaten that one. I did get a bit farther after that, but I didn't beat it because I got frustrated about doing stealth in one part. That seemed impossible. Yeah, I got... I think halfway through that game. Yeah. And then I kept trying to be stealthy, and it wasn't working. It's way harder to go stealth in that game. I know, but I want to go stealth. I know, right? That's the issue. Yeah. Dishonored was not on my list, by the way. It was... I would say Dishonored's, like, number 11 or 12. Like, Dishonored and Assassin's Creed are on my list. Yeah. Like, not, like, top 10 list, but, like... They're on there. They're they're definitely somewhere on there. Yeah, but they're they're not on your top ten. Nope. So what's next? Uh, Silent Hill, Shattered Memories. Cool. That's a, that's a good choice. Tom never played this one. I did. Because oh wait, I lied. I watched you play it. Yeah, a lot. Because this was the Wii version. Yeah, Shattered Memories. So, this game was very much a different Silent Hill game. Mm -hmm. uh, there was no... You didn't actually kill anything. You ran away from things, mostly. You ran away from things, and there was a bunch of puzzles. And there was this 
It was all based upon, like, psychological horror aspect of everything. Yeah. And every action you did changed the game. And then at the very end of the game, you got, like, a uh, bio of, like... So between each chapter, you would visit with... um, The shrink guy. The shrink. Yeah. So at the end of the game, it would give you, like, a diagnosis of everything. Yeah. And it was actually really cool. But... This is one of the better Silent Hill games for sure. I want to play it again. It's really not that long, but I remember playing it with Jeff and spending like an hour trying to color in a house. (laughs) And I got so mad. I started screaming at the game. I painted the whole screen black and added a smiley face on it and then hit save. Was it just perfectionist reasons or... Yes, it yeah. was so hard to draw with, like, the Wiimote, oh, and it was geez. taking so long to get everything the way I wanted it to. This one's cool. Um, I do like this one. Yeah. I like this one, number two, and I have a guilty pleasure like for Downpour, which is arguably the last true Silent Hill game they ever made. Yeah. If you want the second best horror game that was released on the Wii, that would be this one. This is the first one. Isn't Evil 4. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That makes sense. That's how my list goes. Uh, did you see about the Silent Hill Twitter going nuts lately? Nope. Or, no, it's actually Konami's. Okay, so what happened was... Silent Hills was being made and all that stuff, yada, 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 that all got canceled, right? Yes. And then there wasn't anything about the Silent Hill franchise for a long time because uh, it was basically dead in the water at this point. Yep. Because Konami decided to switch gears, for lack of a better term. And then, like, four months ago, all this stuff started coming out about, like, speculatory stuff being, like, being like, Silent, a new Silent Hill game is about to be made. Silent Hill's going to be shown at this presentation. Silent Hill's going to be shown at that presentation. And then yeah. it wasn't. And then it wasn't, then it wasn't. Then it wasn't. But it kept going. And now what's happened is Konami on their Twitter started to uh, release some... Um, Cryptic images. Well, wait, before that, they did the Silent Hill character expansion for Dead by Daylight. They yeah. have Pyramid Head as an enemy character and all this stuff. And apparently that is really good. I've heard it's super amazing for that game. Um, I would like to play Dead by Daylight, but I'm not a big multiplayer online We guy. could play it together, Tom. We could play it together. We own it. I know. I think I got it for free. I, I actually did get it for free, too, but I don't want to pay $30 for all the DLC enemies. Mm-hmm. Is my only issue with it. Nope. Not gonna do that. Also, a part of me is hoping that they come out with like an ultimate edition that's like probably full price, but you get everything, so whatever. Yeah. Um, we'll see if that happens. And you've but, got the base game. Yeah, but that came out, and then that did really well. Um, and then yeah, on Konami's Twitter, they they just randomly, without any text, audio files of sounds that are common for Silent Hill. Yeah. And then everyone being like, what's this about or whatever? And they didn't answer anyone for like weeks on end. Yeah. 
And then they came out being like, oh, you know, we're just celebrating the Silent Hill release on Dead by Daylight expansion thing. And then everyone kind of goes, well, no. wait, why are, you re- why are you celebrating now? Like, that expansion's <laughs> been out for a long time. And because. all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. But then, um, I believe today, they announced that Konami made a separate Twitter account just for Silent Hill or something. Okay. So now everyone's like, this is wild. Well, what's, there's going to be a new Silent Hill game, maybe? Maybe. Let's see what the news will say about it. Yeah. I don't know. I skimmed it this morning, and that's kind of the general consumption I got from it. And I was like, I hope it's real. That's my that's my only thing right now. I hope it's real. New Silent Hill Twitter account discovered. Fans unimpressed. <laughs> so. Fans unimpressed because they just want confirmation that there's an actual game or not. Yeah. I know there's the uh, one you played on with Taylor. That's on a hill game. Downpour. Yeah. Yep. Which I still don't feel like is a real Silent Hill game. Not really. It's kind of like, feels like a spinoff. Not really, but it's, let's see, it's better than Homecoming. Yeah. And yeah, Homecoming was a bad one. Yeah, Homecoming's the bad one. It's better than Homecoming, and it's better than nothing. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Alright. Uh, next one on my list? Yeah. Pokemon Red. I have a Pokemon on my list, too. Of course I did. You would have Emerald on your list, right? It was either Emerald or Soul Silver. I okay. can't remember. But I chose that one because that's the first one I played. Yeah. And I played it recently. Really? Yeah, a couple of years ago. Oh, so yeah. sort of recently. I played okay. it all the way through. It does... There's a lot of issues with that game. Of course there is. <laughs> you don't learn a whole lot of moves. Yeah. Um, I think I... Did I play yellow version? I don't know. I played one of them. I think it was red. Yeah. But... There's a lot of aspects about it that are just, like, really confusing. Yeah. Oh, I know um, there's some text in the game that make no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's a guy at the bike shop, and if you talk to him, he, like, infant scrolls text. Yeah. So text speed is normally, like, fast, medium, or slow. Yep. His is instant. If you talk to him, it glitches out the game until, like, you quit and go back into it. Her tech speed's instant. It's a speed run strat. Yeah, it's that's yep. There's that. There's um. What is it? There's the missing no glitch. There's the a missing glitch. no glitch. Yep. There's uh. I know there's one. So there's one Pokemon in the game that's like now it's it's a split typing, but the typing they chose because you can only have one typing for Pokemon. In that first game. The typing they chose didn't make sense for it in that game. I can't remember which one it was. So I know there's Magnemite, which is electric. Yeah. Still type wasn't invented back then. So the weird things... Um... So Voltorb and Electrode... Yeah. Don't learn a single electric type move. Yeah, that's weird. 
Krabby, or Kingler, has really high attack. Yeah. But water moves are all based on it upon its stupid special attack. Which is bad for Krabby. Which is bad. Which makes him kind of useless. So there's a lot of Pokemon where their stats don't match their movesets because of typing. Yeah. Oh, I know with uh, Bug and Ghost types, there's like little to no offensive moves. They're all defensive or ability stat moves. And that's really bad for that game because Psychic is stupidly overpowered for some reason in that game. Yep. Yeah. And then... Isn't there something with dragon type that's off? Technically, there's only one dragon Pokemon in the entire game. That's well, Dragonite. Dratini and the whole family, yeah. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, wait, no. There's nothing bad with them. It's just their their uh, weaknesses and stuff that counts as standard because dragon type's such limited in that game that the the programming of the game couldn't compute that it was weak to ice type or something like that. Oh yeah, ice type would say it's super effective, but it wasn't actually super effective. Yeah, that's that's what. Yeah, that's what it mean. Yep, that's what I mean. Like, I'm surprised you picked red. Actually, no, I'm not surprised you picked red. It was either red or blue. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not surprised you picked red. Why? You played that a lot. I remember in middle school, man. Yeah. You you had like a level 128 Mewtwo and Porygon on your team. Sounds right. <laughs> I remember looking at that being like, well, I, I was a stupid middle school kid because I was like, why aren't you playing any of the Gen 3 games, which I believe were out at that time. And also, like, because I was a poor middle school kid yeah. who didn't have money to buy new games, Tom. Yep. But I was also like, why? So I was like, why are you playing the old thing and why are you breaking your game? Because <laughs> breaking games is fun. Yeah. Well, you also broke your Game Boys and stuff. You had that DS Forever that had like the duct tape on it. <laughs> yeah, that was falling apart. That was so bad. All of them were falling apart. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have a Game Boy SP though that works perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. I still, I still have one of my Game Boy Colors actually. It's sort of that teal blue color one. Yeah, my Game Boy Color got stolen from me. Oh, that super sucks. Yeah, I know the guy that did it too. That sucks more. Yeah, you should go after them. Be like, where is it? It's been, it's been fifteen. Years. It's been twenty years. <laughs> Give it to me. Where is it? Where is it? Be like, I sold it for money. Screw you! <laughs> Buy me another. Well, I know who I know who stole my Tetris, and I'm still upset about that. Yeah, yeah. I think he forgot. He, of course, <laughs> he did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can I can get you another copy. I'm sure I can buy it for two dollars on somewhere, but I'm just I'm just stubborn and upset, so it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, another broken thing with the game, crit chance was based on the speed of your Pokemon. Yes. And then if you taught it Slash, if you did it right, your Pokemon would always have 100% crit rate. Yep. On top of that, lowering a Pokemon's health 
sometimes made it more difficult to catch them. Yep. It's true if you had that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's better just to catch them at full health yep. than try to weaken them. I think on my final team in that game, when I first played Red, I had a Kabutops that had Slash. And lowering them below half health didn't do anything for its catch rate. Nope, it didn't. I remember spending an entire day just doing the Safari Zone trying to get Tratini. Oh, yeah, that one's hard. Yeah. Tratini is rare and difficult to catch. Yep. Yep, I would, like, do it for, like, an hour and give up and then be like, I'm going to try and find a Scyther or something now because those are pseudo-rare in in Safari Zone. Well, and then your issue is after you even get a Tratini, it's only level, like, 20. Yep. But it only knows Flash... Rap and and Lear. Yep. And it takes forever to level it up. Yeah. It's kind of pointless in that game to get one. Kind of is. I don't know. I don't know. The... And the sprites are nuts. The sprites <laughs> don't even make sense. I'm trying to remember the ones that look weird. Um. Um. Miu looks weird. I do remember that. Mew has, like, an elongated neck. It's, um... Charmeleon oh. looks weird. Yeah, Charmeleon. From behind. Charmeleon looks weird from behind. Um, Coughing has its symbol on its forehead instead of its belly. Yeah. Which is weird. Um, I believe Weezing uh, has that situation, too. I can't remember. I don't know. Sprites were weird. Sprites were very weird. Haunter has the best looking sprite because he's like this black. Actually, Ghastly and Haunter look great. Look great. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all I have to say about that. So, what's on your list next? Next is Dota Two. Of course, it is. Yep. It's Dota Two and Rocket League that I almost forgot to put on the list. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, oh, that's what you're saying, being like, that'd be really stupid of me not to put those on. Yeah, considering I played them this week. Yeah, and you're the only one that plays them. Yeah. No one <laughs> wants to play my games with me. How no, sad. None of your friends do. Nope. Nope. I apologize. It's fine. I apologize on behalf of me, Jeff, and Taylor. I played League of Legends with Jeff a couple times. Yeah. That's about as far as it went. Shame. Every time I think about it, it's just like, well, then I'm gonna, we're both gonna have to install it. Yeah. So we're gonna have to plan this in advance. <laughs> it won't be good. It won't be good. But, if Tom joins, it'd be a mess. All three of us playing League of Legends? Maybe. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. But, yeah, I really like Dota 2. Uh, I played that yesterday. I did play it yesterday. Cool. I played as a Dazzle. We went for the first the lading phase, the first ten minutes went okay. And then there's the enemy Slark started popping off and was taking our out our team one on one. So And they pushed us all the way back to our back towers. Fantastic. So half an hour is just like, okay, game's over. But I just couldn't die. I held our base for like 20 minutes straight. Wow. And then we started winning team fights. 
Hmm. And then we started getting more items and better items. <laughs> and then we won even more team fights. And then we won the game. And then the other team was baffled. Yeah. Wow. I was actually quite surprised. Yeah, that sounds like an epic turnaround. It was super epic. That's cool. That's why I like Dota, because normal sports games, right? It's all based upon points. Yeah. So the more you score, you're going to win sort of thing. Yeah. But in Dota, it's just like, even if you're 10,000 net worth ahead of your enemy, Mm -hmm. if you lose a big team fight, you could lose the game. (laughs) Yeah. So, it's a good game. It's very strategic. Yeah. And complicated to understand. That sounds right. I can't talk about that either. Nope. <laughs> Tom can't talk about half the things on my list. Yeah. But he should be able to talk about the rest of them. Nope. Nope. He did that one. That one? I haven't done that one yet. Yeah. Maybe Tom can't talk about this one. Depends. Not what, very much. Depends on what it is. Detroit. Become human. Oh, I can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that game. I'm actually surprised it's on your list. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, the only issue I had with the game was the girl's tongue at the very beginning of it. Which is a weird thing. Or the lack of. Which is a weird thing to even point out, but whatever. I'm not gonna judge your list. (laughs) Her tongue doesn't move! She's a robot. It doesn't matter. But everything else is so realistic. I guess. I like... I like the main concept in the story that the reason why they have the LED lights on their side of their heads is because they people too thought they were lifelike. too lifelike without them. Yeah. But you then, just take it off. Yeah, but then it's like, why even give them human skin? Why can't they just be robot-looking things? I don't get it. If if you don't want them to look human, then what's the point? But whatever. Robots are human too, Tom. So a lot of people give uh, David Cage flack because he's a weirdo. Yeah. He makes like these weird story-driven games that like... Um, I mean, all the ones I played were good. Yeah, well, I mean, it's depending on who you ask, right? Because a lot of people say, like, your choices don't actually matter in the game. But then sometimes it's like, well, kind of. They kind of do. They do. And sometimes the characters react in weird, unexpected ways. But I guess that's just... Most of your consequences... Most of your actions don't have consequences. Yeah. And most of your actions you can... What's the word I'm looking for? You can jump back to a safe zone if you yeah. accidentally fall out of one. If you're smart enough. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. So Detroit's the best one they've done. I agree with that. Yeah. Because Heavy Rain was mostly okay until the end. Because that one actually, your choice doesn't matter of who the killer is in that one. No, it doesn't. It's always the same person no matter what you do. Yep. Which is stupid. They should have made a different killer each time. That would have been way more interesting. That would have been interesting. And then uh, Beyond Two Souls just went back and forth in the time. And that just really made it... Well, the newest one they released came out with the chronological order version. Yeah, which I'm sure is better. 
Well, when the game first came out, it was just a jarring mess because of that. I guess. I kind of like that aspect of it. I I feel like it's my least favorite of the three. And then Detroit's my favorite. I really like Beyond Two Souls. I'm definitely not going to go back to play it. No. Because the controls are terrible. The controls are pretty bad. (laughs) Detroit, I would definitely go back. um, Just to get a different ending. Detroit's more interesting, and I don't know if it's because it's about robots, or if it's just because the story is just... I don't know. Why do you like it? Um... I don't know. It's the whole thing of robots are human too sort of storyline. Yeah. Where you are playing an android trying to prove to people that you do have human emotions. Yeah. And, I don't know, I just like the main characters. So, I haven't I haven't played the game on my file, but I played it with you guys. Yeah. Mostly Taylor. And I've seen the multiple endings online yeah. and what transitions to them. I made Robot Love. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw, let's see. I freed a bear. I like that bear. That bear's rad. That bear's super cool. Um, uh, what is it? What is it? I was thinking of something. Connor. Connor's the yeah. best character in that game. 100%. Maybe you disagree with me. Because <laughs> you're um... looking up. I like Connor, and I like how he hangs out with Mr. Krabs. Because that's the same voice actor for Mr. Krabs. Who are you talking about? Hank. Okay, yeah. Hank's voice. Hank's the, Hank's the guy that voices Mr. Krabs. In yeah. Life. Yeah. So Connor hangs out with Mr. Krabs and their detective partners in crime. Yeah. Connor and Kara died in my file. Oh no. Yeah. But the fake Connor died in my file. The fake Connor. Everything's good. Cool. And then, who's the third one? What's his name? It's, uh, David? Nope. No? Well, it was David. Is it not David? It's not David. Okay. Because, yeah, I remember Kara and Connor's names. Um. His story. His story's. Marcus. Marcus, yeah. Yep. Marcus. So, I like his story. I probably don't like it more than the other two. Marcus is the one who has the most change in the game. Yeah, he has the most change. He, he he's the one that changes the society. Yeah, and I feel like his decisions affect the other two stories more. Kara's is just like escape with the child, save the girl. Yep, save the world. Save the world. There we go. There it is. <laughs> save the girl. Go to Canada. <laughs> yep, and then and then Connor's story is is just his bromance with Mister Krabs. <laughs> I mean. I mean, it's a little bit more than that, because you learn about whatever his internal world is, where he goes talks to that one woman every now and then, and then learning about all that, and he's like a new, super special robot. Yeah, I mean, his and Marcus's does link back together at the end. Yeah. So, they both have equal change in, like, the final end of the story, but Connors is just like, okay... Which androids going around killing every everyone else? Yeah, I've got to figure this out. Yeah. So you got like the mystery there, 
Also, I like his... You got the uh, runaway child. Yeah. You got the and then you got the polygonal figure. Yep. Um, I like, I like you know, how they show that scene of the robots breaking through their, like, order command wall. Yeah. So they can become, uh, what do they call them in the game? Um, sentience? It is sentience, but they have a name for them. I don't remember that. I... Yeah, it's like it's like they call them rogue bots or something. Rogue bots. Rogue bots. <laughs> I can't remember what they call them in the game. Uh, but Connor's is the best one because he has to hit his multiple times for him to break free of his of his like command control. Yeah, because he's he's the most stubborn of the three, and I think that's a really clever way of showing that. Yeah, he is very. <laughs> He's the most robotic of the three. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. He's the most That's robotic. just his personality, though. It is. But it works so well for a robot character. It does. But, like... Yeah, no, because... I'm trying to remember. Marcus is... He, he punches it a couple times and he gets out of it. Yeah. Kara is just... She kind of puts pressure on it and breaks out. She just, like, walks through. <laughs> yeah, essentially. But Connors is like he has to kick flip it. He's got to like punch. he's got to he's got to run a tank through it. <laughs> exactly. He's got to throw a pull bunch out of... his AK forty seven. Exactly. <laughs> he really has to break through his wall, and I think that's amazing. I don't know why. I really like that. Yeah. And I also like that you can uh, if you decide certain things. Um, I don't know if this is a spoiler for you. I don't know if I should say it. You can. Okay. I already um, beat the game. You can get to the point where the final like thing doing the game is a boss fight between Connor and Marcus. Oh, or, interesting. Yeah, they actually get into a boss fight with each other. Yeah, I didn't do that. They kind of got along in my ending. Oh, you chose that way. Yeah. Okay. I chose that way. Uh, I changed the world's perspective on robots by making love in the middle of the street. <laughs> okay, I know what scene you're talking about. Too, buddy. <laughs> With with the only character I don't like in the game, which is uh, Marcus's girlfriend. What? Who is that? I can't remember her name. I don't like her character, um, and it's not just because that romance kind of comes out of nowhere, and it's not really followed that well narratively. North? Yeah, North. Yeah. Because, yeah, sure, they're robots. They can, like, you know download data to know the other person quickly so touch my hand yeah you know that stuff but like i don't know when you see it as a story it's like you didn't need a romance there i don't think yeah i don't know we changed the world with it <laughs> it, 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 it saved the world in the end but i still think it's silly it's my she's my least favorite character in the game also because of the choices of like should marcus do this or that one of these characters will not like it. And you yeah. always want to do the right thing. And she's always mad that you do the <laughs> right thing. It makes you make hard decisions sometimes. It does. It's a good game. It's it's the best Quantic Dream game. If someone came to me and they're just like... They weren't a video gamer. And they're like, what game should I play? Yeah. I would point out that one. That would be an interesting one to point out. I agree. I would not give someone Dark Souls. <laughs> no, I've never no. played any video games before. Here, play Dark Souls. <laughs> Did you, okay, one more meme picture. I like talking about Die a memes. lot. Um, 
There's a meme picture of Zelda starting up a new game. Or not Zelda, Link. I did that. Yeah. I just did that. Yep. So Link like walks into the forest or whatever and Link's like, Oh great, um oh, what's his little blue fairy's person's name? Navi. Yeah, Navi. He's like, Alright, Navi, we're starting a new adventure today. Oh look, it's a random skeleton encounter. Let's go fight the skeleton. And he proceeds to get owned by the skeleton, the skeleton stabs him. And then the skeleton leans in while he's dying and whispers in the ear, Welcome to Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's amazing. Well, talking about Zelda, Tom. Yeah? The next one on my list. Oh, no. It's Ocarina of Time. Cool. Yeah. I would have expected Breath of the Wild, but that's okay. I haven't beat Breath of the Wild. Oh, that's fair. That that applies to your rules. It does apply to my rules. Um, I like Ocarina of Time, too. Oh, I like the whole time aspect of it. Yep. I'm old Link. I'm young Link. I'm old Link. I'm young Link. I've got a horse now. <laughs> I like... Okay, Ocarina of Time was my first Zelda game. Yeah. Yep. Actually, a lot of my first Nintendo games are from the 64, which is interesting. You know, I did push out of the Colossus on here. Should you have? I don't know. You don't know? Is that an honorable mention? It is course? a very honorable mention. Yeah. I did that on my list, too. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking of horses dying. <laughs> that horse lives, though, at the very end. I mean, both horses. Have you played Ocarina of Time? Way back then. Same thing the kind of before. happens. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really remember. Yeah. Do you, you want to know what I remember about Ocarina? The Ocarina? I remember the. Yeah. I remember the Ocarina. I remember. Playing through it and being like, Zelda is cool. The Zelda game series is cool. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, oh, there's a, there's like a kind of sequel to it called Majora's Mask. I wonder how cool. I never got to play Majora's Mask. I still haven't played it to this yeah, day. That's sad. That is sad because I hear it's one of the best ones they've done. Um, so I played Ocarina of Time and I was really upset that I couldn't jump. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, once it came out on the 3DS, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to play it. Yeah. And it took a while. It took like two years. Okay. But I finally beat it. Yay. And I was just like, yeah, that was a good game. That was the first game I saw on the 3DS. Because he brought it to my house. And I yeah. got to see how the 3D thing worked. And I was like, yeah, wow, it actually works. It does work. Yeah. And I was very surprised. Very surprising. I don't think they'll do that again. No, I don't think Nintendo ever goes back to doing certain things again. I um, mean, they I'll... went from the Wii to the Wii U to the Switch. Yep. Move controls to move control tablet to tablet with move, move controls. controls. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, true. I don't know. I don't know. It's like that picture. Um, type in video game controller meme. Yeah. I wonder if it'll pop up if you do that. Video. Or game controller meme. Whatever you want to type in. Yep. Yeah, meme. Meme. With three E's. With three E's. Alright, it is popping up. It is the third one on that the top. One? No, that one? No, it's not that one. 
If yep. it ain't broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. Change is good. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, between the NES and the SNES, not too much. That makes sense. Yeah. And then from the <laughs> 64 to the GameCube, a little, that makes sense. A little bit, yeah. And then all the rest just, what? <laughs> <laughs> you got a motion stick, a tablet, and two halves of one controller. Yeah. I, I like how... Xbox is like their first controller is like the biggest clunky mess ever. That boy. And then the 360 one was like one of the most favorited controllers ever. Yeah. And then they basically just brought it over to. Got it right here. Yeah, you got it right there. And uh, then it just works with whatever. I feel like the Xbox One is too big because they they made it a little bit bigger than the 360. Yeah. And the PlayStation. PlayStation is it's like, small. PlayStation is like, let's make, let's give it a little bit of bulk, mostly on the bumpers from one to two. Yeah. And then two Let, to- th- Let's give it, did it always have two analog sticks? Yep. I thought always. the PS1 only had one stick. Nope. There's a version of the PS1 that had no sticks at all. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. So they went from putting in sticks- to working on the back bumpers and making it a little bit thicker. And adding in uh, thumb clickers. Thumb clickers on PS2? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. I mean, they did on PS3. Yeah, they did on PS3 for sure. PS3 also was the first to go proper wireless. And um, did they have the... No, the motion controls weren't in the... No, they were in the controllers. Yeah, they, that's when they added 6-axis. Yeah, they had the 6-axis. Because of the Dragon game. Yeah. And then and then PS4 is actually one of my favorite controller designs. That's where they lie. started putting in a third button in the middle. Yeah. So just two. That is where they started doing that. The Xbox is where it started the... The Xbox original, isn't that where the like R1 and R2 started? Yes. Um, With I the black so. and white button. Well, no, PS2 had it too. Yeah, okay. PS2 had had the R1, R2. Um, Xbox was the first to make the R2 and L2 buttons triggers, though. Yeah. And, uh, was it Xbox also? The only thing I wish they would fix is the D pad. I, I feel like their D pads are still not the best. <laughs> they might be better on. The more recent one, I, I don't know. I haven't played Xbox One really. I don't know, so I don't know. The D pad's not great on any of them. I feel. I don't know. Uh, just looking at this right now, excluding the new next gen ones because we don't have those yet. Obviously, um, I like my personal favorites are the DualShock Four, the three sixty controller. I have. A nostalgia love for the 64 controller. And I like the Switch controllers. For the most part. Even though holding them singly sideways is awkward. I'm going to go with DualShock 4, Xbox 360, and the Wiimote and Nunchuck. 
Okay, I agree with you. With the nunchuck component, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Without the nunchuck component, it's not great. It's not, yeah. But... And, and the Wii U looks like a Fisher-Price toy, but that's okay. It's just... It's... <laughs> it doesn't age well at all. It it didn't age well the fastest I've ever seen anything not age well. It's insane. The next year. Yeah, exactly. The next year. Well, it's also because, like, the Switch is, like, a glorified version of that idea. So, just with one screen. With just one screen and the controllers on the side slide in and out. And it's like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. And then you look at the other one and you're like, huh. Yeah, I was. I always when the Switch came out, I was just like, I don't know how I feel about this because it's just a tablet. Yeah, but it's better than just a tablet. It is. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. I think buying Kelsey the Switch Lite versions is probably a bad idea because she keeps playing online. <laughs> it's all your fault, Tom. Well, she wanted it because it's like it's smaller. I can take it with me to work, like when I'm yeah. Not but working. now it doesn't work on a TV, and, and now you're staying at home TV. all day because you can't go to work. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She always wants to play Mario Party and stuff, and I don't like those games. So I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I shouldn't say I don't like them. I just get sick of playing them real fast. So, my last one. Yeah. There's also a Nintendo game. Can Tom guess? It's already been mentioned. Mario 64? It is Mario 64. Cool. That's the right I really choice. like that game. Mario 64 is... Well, that was also my first Mario... Well, I played one on the Game Boy, but I can't remember which one it was. I've got it right there. Yeah, you do. I feel like Mario 64 is the game that I've beaten the most amount of times. I beat it twice, but I did play it a lot. I beat it at least five times. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. I would I would play my favorite levels multiple times. It's mostly what I did in that game. I had a lot of favorite levels in that game. Alright, Tom, favorite world. What's favorite painting you jump into? Uh... I actually like that first one where the bob are, where you fight King okay. bob I actually like that one a lot. That's um, an interesting one. And I like the, uh, I can't remember what the world's called. It's the the one with the Wampas. You have to fight the boss Wampa. You have to wait for him to slam down. Um, and then you jump on his back a few times. Yeah, that one. I like that That's world. That's one of the beginning ones as well. Uh, that is one of the beginning ones. I like glitching into the wall so you can get up higher faster. I like that stuff. A later world level... I like the fire one later yeah. on. Yeah, that one's really cool. And then my last favorite level, just really quickly, is uh, the one with the booze. Um, because that piano scares the <laughs> crap out of me still to this day. Yeah. <laughs> that level, I feel like, is confuses me. It's very confusing. Um... My favorites are, I really like the peach slide. Yeah, that one's good. That one's good. That one's kind of like a secret one. Yeah. Um, I really like the snow level at the beginning. Interesting. 
Yeah. Save the penguin. Save the world. (laughs) You tricked me. I did. I knew it was going to happen. You super tricked me there. Good job. Um, (laughs) And then... I like the clock one. The clock one's really cool. Yeah. Because you can... Depending on where the hand sticks... Mm-hmm. On the clock determines whether it goes forward, reverse. Yeah, kind of weird. I'm not sure where that one kind of rotates or like completely stopped. Yeah. Oh, I like the uh, Water World where with the giant eel monster. That one's terrible. To me. Yeah, I know. That one's. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I hate that one. It's really. I bad. hate all the water levels. That one's the worst because if you get that guy after you. All you have to do is touch its tail. All you have to do is touch its tail. But yeah. when you're when you're a very young child when you first play that and you're just learning the basics. Yep. Yep, as soon as I saw that picture I couldn't see it. It's yeah. 100% true. It's a controller wearing a, a tank top. Tank top. Yep. I was going to say thong and I'm just like uh, not quite. Did you know the DualShock 5 controller wears a tank top? Because it's a, because it's appropriate? I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. I don't think we can... <laughs> nonsense. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that one. What the controller seems like for your parents. All the buttons are everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's why okay, that's why they cancelled their presentation when when that the rioting started, right? Because they knew. Because they made everything white. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <Square> <laughs> <triangles>. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I don't know who the two characters at the bottom are, but that's hilarious. Yeah, I know the I know the first two characters though. They're from Evangelion. All right, so yeah, that was my list. That was your list. It's done. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. Go up, go up a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more. A little bit more. Uh, go up to one more from there. That one. This one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got my hands on the early access version. <laughs> Guy puts his PS2 in a, in a binder. In a binder. <laughs> uh. It's like that guy I was telling you about. He started doing videos on like YouTube and I think TikTok and all that stuff. Where he's like, he's like, hey, look, I got the PS5. And he's showing like a home video. Of it sitting on his desk or whatever, and everyone like freaked out, and then they realized he just did a 3D print of it, and yeah. it's not real. Sad. Yeah. But he did print it out to show the size that they confirmed it to be, which is. Huh. Huh. I guess. Yeah. And look at all the color stuff you can do with the new one. Yeah, look, there's a heart in the middle. That is weird. 
Oh, it's JoJo weird. That's why. Just realized that. Well, that was the end of Sherman's list. Um, Have you seen the new Xbox controller? It's the same. Okay. They didn't change it. It just looks like the Xbox One for the most part. Okay. They did definitely show it. Actually, you could look it up right now. There might be a slight shape difference, but I think for the most part, it's like 99% the same. Does it look like a trash can? I don't know. He wrote Xbox One. I sure did. Series X. We gotta get used to calling it that. Yeah, that's that's it right there. It that's all it is. Look different. The D pad's slightly different, but other than that, yeah. everything's the same. I think it's the same size too. If it ain't broke, yep. Don't fix don't it. Don't fix it. They broke, don't fix it. Last I heard about an Xbox controller is... Uh, can they make it so you can disable the light bars on the PS4 controller? Uh, I believe... The PS5. So, PS5, they said that the light won't be as bright. So, it won't be a problem. So, it won't drain the battery. So, it won't drain the battery. They also came out with a... There's a leaked thing about specifications, because PlayStation 5 has a new... Uh, presentation this Thursday, I believe. Okay. There's a Are leak. Are they finally going to announce the price? Probably. There's a leak that they're going to announce that the new controllers can actually last three to four hours longer than the DualShock 4, which will be Four days of continuous play! Yeah! Probably not. That's a really good looking... Well, no, that is a good looking... I don't know, it's red carbon fiber. It's just red carbon fiber, but whatever. Uh, yeah, sorry, next-gen console talk just kind of popped in there. Yeah, it did. It did. That's fine. There's someone playing not the right game. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and its quality is crap. Whoa. I think it's World of Warcraft. Yeah, that is... Wait. Elder Scrolls Online. Sorry. Yeah, it's Elder Scrolls, yeah. Yeah, no, if it was Warcraft, the characters would be more cartoony, for sure. Um, so, that was Sherman's list. It was a really good list. I really liked that list. What um, was Tom most surprised by? Detroit. I think that's the okay. only one I was surprised by. So, you can... Uh, so, you listen to that great. I have my list you can listen to as well, if you want to listen to my personal favorites that's again episode 1.8 of season one next episode we'll have jeff do his well probably i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna be nicer to him and give him more time (laughs) to put his list because he's not gonna be like you right he's not gonna easily put one together by knowing what you like yeah because jeff likes a lot of things especially video games yeah so I feel like he needs more time. Also, I don't know when he'll show up. So Friday. Maybe Friday. I don't know. Uh, he said he might show up today, but since he's not here by now, I don't think he will. Since he's not here by now and it's nine, I don't think he will. Nope. So, yeah, there's that. Um, so Sherman here, good old Sherman here, you can find him at geekbeers underscore shrew. 
or as I should accurately say it, at twitch.tv slash geekbeers underscore shrew. Yep. Because I don't say it that way. That right? That's about the only place you can find me. Yep, that's about the only place he exists. And if you play online and some guy named Salt ruins your day, it's probably him. It's definitely me. It's definitely him. I ruin everyone's day. So I don't I, know, my day's pretty okay. You haven't ruined it yet. I tried playing Dota <laughs> 2 on Monday. Oh, no. And the servers died. On Monday? On Monday. So I went into, like, the... The... Um, the chat room in Steam. Oh boy. And people are just like, it's Monday. This always happens. I'm like, yeah, it's Monday. I already hate my life. I already hate today. Let's make it worse. Let's play Dota. <laughs> and everyone got mad that you said it that way. Pretty much. <laughs> I love it. I love that, like, the internet gives people the power to comment still. Because, like, when you watch a YouTube video and you just skim YouTube comments, you just kind of go, huh. No one comments to comments in YouTube. No. You either get people that say a stupid thing, occasionally you might get someone that says they like it or whatever, and then you get people that just argue amongst themselves, and it doesn't even matter. Ever. It never matters. Never matters. Never ever matters. And the arguments can last like 40 comments long. It's ridiculous. Wait, did I just see that right? I saw something. Sea of Thieves on Steam? Carry on Among Us, Destiny 2, Terminator, Black Desert, Destroy All Pokemons, Death Stranding, Sea yeah. of Thieves. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah. When did that get on Steam? Wasn't that always just an Xbox exclusive? Yep. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. I was bringing up the community tab. Community for the business. Yeah. You can just go to discussions and be oh, like... Oh, it's like actual forum. Yeah. Nonsense. Wow. So you can post something and then... Like, this one person posted one year ban 44 minutes ago. And he already has, like, 30, 32 comments on it. And they're all just, like, talking to each other. It's great. Hmm. I got... Let's see. I'll give you more context I after. did not cheat! <laughs> That's why I'm surprised. Um, I, I'll give you more context after we're done recording, but I recently joined a forum site. Because I learned that they were doing a contest and an art contest, and I was intrigued. Yeah. So then I I entered, or yeah, I joined the forum, and then I did all I had to do to actually enter my art in there. And on one of my forum questionnaire, because it's it it is a stupid thing that's like you have to make two forum pages. Yeah. Before you're able to enter the contest. So I was like, oh, okay. So then I did that. And then I entered the contest. And then one of my forum questionnaire things got banned. Ah. Because they thought I was doing self-advertising, even though I wasn't. So then it kind of disqualified me from the art contest because of that. That's funny. Which is 
frustrating because I wasn't advertising anything because what I was talking about doesn't even exist. So, yeah, that was frustrating. Basically, I wrote, because me and Jeff were coming up with an idea for a series, which I'll just talk about right now. Yeah. Which is, uh, which is like one long episode. He would bring up a franchise or a series that he likes that I have no idea about. And then he would try to explain it to me to try and get me intrigued or not to look it up or get into it. And then I would come, like, I would come next episode. And would, do the same thing Would do the same thing to Jeff. And it would go back and forth, depending. And I brought up that as just an idea concept. And I did have, get a lot of comments of people being like, that's a really cool idea. I really like that idea. Which is awesome. So we should probably do that. But then, but then they emailed me being like, you're, this is banned now. Cause you're self-advertising. <laughs> But it's like, it's not even real. It doesn't exist. We're not advertising We're ourselves. We're not even advertising. I didn't even say, like, oh, go download this now and whatever. Like, Dot com. It's a really picky site is what I'm saying. Yeah. And the only reason I joined was, you know, the potential of me winning an art contest. Which I wouldn't win anything. It would literally just be my art version of this character would be official. That's all it was. Yeah. So I don't even care. Well, now they're going to steal your art and claim it as their own. They already did. <laughs> That's a discussion for later. So, thank you for listening. Um, you can find Tom. Oh, yeah. Me. On Fiverr. Oh. Not yet. You can't find me on Fiverr yet. Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future you can find me on Fiverr. But you can certainly find me on Etsy right now. Uh, I sell stuff on there. In fact, I have to renew a bunch of things because a lot of things expired. Yay! So my store is a little bit limited right now, but I promise it's going to get better. And uh, I want to thank anyone who already ordered stuff on there. It helps me in the long run. Thank you so much. Um, and also, if you want to go in there just to check things out, that also helps too. Um, helps helps with my revenue and interest in my store. So um, thanks again. And... Uh, Tom has some Strawboss things on there. I do have some Strawboss and some Pokemons and what else I got in there? I got some Godzilla stuff. Um, Gozira? Yeah, Gozira. And um, I want to put more of that stuff on there, but I can't yet because of the COVID-19 situation. I thought you said you could put face masks on there. I could put, so what I can put on there now is face masks and certain shirts. And by certain shirts, I mean oh, there's all, face masks. all over print shirts. Yep. So I do have face masks on there right now. They're they're a particular, uh, very recently revealed Galar region designs of particular Pokemon. So if you're interested in that, you can go check those out. Um, other than that, you can also find me on Instagram. I forgot what it was called. I had to look at his I, phone. I had to look at my phone. Uh, Instagram, I do a lot of, uh, fake mon art on there, as well as uh, a few other random art ideas. Um, some Star Wars, I need to get back into that. But you can go there, you can follow me on there if you want, and you can just see cool art. I try to post once every day, but usually it's every other day at this point in my life. So, um... I haven't seen Tom's Instagram in a while. No, you haven't. So... 
Cool, that's that's all we got for today. It wasn't Pokemon, yay. <laughs> I feel like there was too many Pokemon ones. Oh, we mentioned Pokemon. We well yeah, that's fine. Bye! <laughs> I thought you're gonna end it. You tried to end it. Dang it! You, I clicked the button! You did, but you failed. I wanted to end it there. You did. You didn't end it. You, you tried to end it with that.